welcome to episode 150 of the Geeks for the Win podcast, the gaming and tech podcast from thegeeksforthewin.com. I am your host, William, and Stuart is gone this week. He's, I, I think I saw, he's at a cherry festival or something like that. I, I don't know. I don't know. I, I, I don't know, but he's not here. Um, but I do have a former co-host, my favorite of the former co-hosts, Henry Hey, what's going on, people? Did you say a chair? What did you say? A chair? Uh, Cherry festival. <laughs> Cherry. Oh, I thought what you said like like <laughs> it's like into like wood or something like you know like you know you know sweet pine wood chairs or something like I don't know. <laughs> he's like a chair enthusiast, you know. Like uh, I, I don't know. I mean. Uh... He said in one of his tweets eight hours ago at a cherry festival with a sister who hates cherries. <laughs> it's like, uh, okay. <laughs> I, I wasn't aware that they had these things. <laughs> well, I, you know, I mean, I know, I know they've had, I know, I know of watermelon festivals, but yeah, so, you know, I, yeah, cherry, I'm sure, like, but it's yeah, like watermelon or wine festivals, but cherries, really? I don't know. I'll have to give him some, I don't know. Slack on that when he comes back. Kinds of cherries or something? Are, are, are there like different kinds of cherries, like red cherries? Are there blue cherries or something? I don't know. No. There's maraschino cherries, and then there's those cherries with the pits in them. That's all nasty. I don't like those. I'd rather just have the maraschino. The you know. But um, anyway. <laughs> you have totally <laughs> directly over my head. I know that there was a specific difference in cherries. I I don't know. I I've had fresh cherries from a friend who grew them, and they're nasty. Ugh. <laughs> <laughs> they're oh, they're all tart and not sweet and uh but anyways um but yeah so we it's the, just the two of us for this episode it, and it's going to be interesting cuz it seems like both of us aren't really up to date on a lot of stuff going on right now so bear with us people um yeah. but let's see um i guess one of the biggest news that's happened is Don Matrix left Xbox and now is at Zenga. Yeah, that's so crazy. Like, I mean, I don't, I don't know. Like, I don't really know exactly why he would lose, you know, his position at Microsoft. Even after all the all the PR nightmares and the you know the DRM switch and everything else, I I, I really don't understand this move. Like, I mean, unless Zynga was able to just pay him a substantial salary, or aren't they doing know, got, horrible right now though? Last I that's thought, I thought there that's, was that's a the, bunch of layoffs at Zynga. Yeah, and like they haven't really. I mean, well, they put out you know some titles you know here and there, but most of their stuff is mobile. I mean, they're nowhere on the scale as far as Microsoft and concerning with you know as far as a gaming you know uh you know software company and you know gaming's division. They're actually you know on the decline, just like you just said. But that's why it seems so weird. Like it's like it seems like he kind of jumped ship. Because he was maybe not comfortable with the practices or not comfortable with the fact that they kind of put him out there and he had this PR nightmare and they wanted to do it. And, you know, they they wanted to do the whole policy thing initially and he didn't really agree with it. Maybe I'm not entirely sure. But then why would you go to Zynga of all places? Like, you know, what I'm saying like, I mean, if you wanted to do like a mobile developer that, that was successful, why don't you go to, I don't know, you know, Rovio or PopCap or somebody or, you know. Something like that, like Zynga, really? Just it's crazy, and the yeah, fact that just, it's like, oh, he's gone, and then you know, like, it, you know, instantaneously, pretty much, it's like, oh, he's with Zynga. It's like, uh, okay, 
this had to have been in the works, I would think, or unless, you know, Zynga just called him up as soon as they saw, you know, the tweet saying he was gone and said, hey, you want a job? <laughs> I, I don't know. Honestly, I don't know how, if, if this was in the works for like, you know, a month or so, or if this was just like he was offered the job today. I honestly don't know how that kind of stuff works. To be yeah, I mean, because because I mean, to my knowledge, um, maybe maybe I'm not well informed, but but to my knowledge, I haven't seen anything of the sort of like a formal letter. Like normally, when people leave companies, or I mean, we've we've seen this tons of times. I mean, we've seen it with um with 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 uh, Peter Moore leaving. We've seen it with Phil Harrison leaving PlayStation back in the day. Um, you know, every time they they write a formal letter and say, hey. You know, it's nice for me and my colleagues, and I, and I, you know, I love you guys. I love my time here that I spent at Microsoft, but I have to go. And I mean, even Steptoe, who was pretty much just the head of security of Xbox Live, wrote a formal letter and, and kind of said his goodbyes and everything else before he left. So um, it's just really just kind of weird that it happened so fast, like you said, and the fact that there was, I mean, to my knowledge, there has been no formal kind of address to the community or to his peers. He's just like. Hey, for, oh, whatever. I'm at Zynga now, or I'm moving on, and it's like, yeah, just it just seems real weird. Okay, I found. Wait, is this? I think I found a letter from him to Zynga, the company Zynga. To, oh, to Zynga. <laughs> <laughs> so he's just like, my uh, yeah. screw Microsoft. Um, let me see. If yeah, you guys legit. see no closure for you guys. I'm with I'm with I'm with her now. So yeah, just you know. Just pick up your life and you know where you guys left left off and I'm uh no, I'm 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 basically jumping ship on you guys because it's going down in a ball of flames and I'm hopping inside of the water but there's a sea monster there. Here's the <laughs> link. This can't be right. This can't be a real letter. Don Matrix isn't is he? I don't know about him too much. If this would be his kind of style, honestly, I've only seen him in a couple, you know, at the press conferences really, like the E3s. Yeah. This 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 seems bogus, because he says you might know me because of my previous job as head of Microsoft's Xbox division, where I tried to usher in a new area. Uh, I'm sorry, tried to usher in a new era of gaming and computing with the Xbox One. That just seems so. I don't know. That just seems so trashy. Yeah, this is this is this is a parody yeah. letter because he's like, I was going to connect everyone to the internet. <laughs> <laughs> what is what is this about? Yeah, this is this uh, is like some kind of parody. I googled and like. I'm seeing all different kinds of links, so I I, I don't have time to look to see what, what is real and what's not right now. I was going to connect everybody <laughs> to the internet. That's so funny. If that was real, then it's like you know he's my new hero because that's that's <laughs> awesome. <laughs> to be you know see, but I don't know. It's it's. Crazy. Oh, you know what? He uh may be a villain in that aspect because. You know, a lot of people don't need to be connected to the internet. <laughs> There's some bad people out, out on the internet. Yeah. Well, at least he didn't, like, go over to Sony or anything like that. Can you imagine how, you know, t the internet would probably explode if he went over to Sony? The, the internet would do the same thing that it did when <laughs> when when Phil Harrison came to Microsoft. Like, like, like nobody said anything. He just kind of just stayed there and he just made his way over to to Microsoft. Even though I've been PlayStation guy for I don't know how long. So, but but it's but it's like that when it, like don't they swap CEOs like every you know every like five or six years or so anyway? You know, like it's like everybody like goes to EA, then he swaps. 
places and they go back to Microsoft and they go to Sony and then they go to, you know, well, not, well, not Nintendo because Reggie Fizeme has that locked down, but nobody wants but that like, position. <laughs> I know. <laughs> Play the game. You're in the game. <laughs> that was funny. Did you watch the Nintendo conference this year? No, I didn't. I don't. I didn't. It's like, it's like, it was so funny because he, he, he just kept repeating himself. Play the game. You won't experience it until you play the game. Play the game. Uh, it was so funny. Wow. But yeah, um, yeah, there's that. I mean, uh, everyone's making such a big deal of it. I'm just like, uh, okay, he's gone. You know, that's kind of out of nowhere. But, you know, right before a huge, right before their, you know, console launch, it's kind of crazy. But, you know, especially Zanga, but it's like, Hopefully, whoever they get next can do a good job or a better job. But um, moving on to more Xbox stuff, um, Xbox Gold members got their fir- or their second, I guess, free game. Their first was Fable Three. Yeah, it's Halo Three and Assassin's Creed. Two. Oh no, it's not. It's Defense Grid. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, which. Uh, I mean, I don't own Defense Grid on the 360. I have it on the PC because it was like two bucks, I think, when I bought it on Steam, something crazy like that. Um, and it's fun. It's a fun tower defense game. I'm not sure how well it'll, you know, work on a 360 with a controller. But of course, I downloaded it just because it's free. You know, I, oh yeah, I can't pass that up. But um, it, it, it really though, it's like Defense Grid. Even you were you were making a joke about Halo Three and Assassin's Creed Two. Even those, it's like really, really, you can get those for like you know five bucks at GameStop, if that much. I mean, when you know, oh, PlayStation, yeah, I mean, PlayStation I mean, Plus is getting Battlefield Three for free. Yeah, it, yeah. I mean, but if but if anything, like you know, I don't, I don't know. It's like it's like why would you not give away Halo Reach? You know what I'm saying? Like, because Halo Reach is like the beginning of, I mean, as far as chronologically, as, I mean, as far as the games are concerned, like Halo Reach is like the beginning of the actual time frame. It's the game before Halo 4. You're not losing that much money on it because it's Halo Reach. I mean, everybody has Halo 4 now. And, you know, I mean, you just had a sale on Assassin's Creed 3, but you're having the sale on Assassin's Creed 3 before you release Assassin's Creed 2, which will come out this month. Um, on the 16th for free. Why not release Assassin's Creed 2 for free first, then do the sale on Assassin's Creed 3 so people who haven't played 2 and 3, they can get 2 for free and then play 3 next week whenever it goes on sale and everything else. But like you can just tell they just kind of threw this together as as a very weak answer to the PlayStation uh, Plus um, you know membership thing. Um, they, they just didn't have it together. They, they still don't have it together. They're just throwing games out there that they feel that you know probably can I don't know it, like it just it just it just feels it just feels really really weak. I mean, I, I just don't think they understand the concept of what the other companies are doing with you know like PS Plus. I mean, have they actually looked to see the kind of stuff Sony's giving away for free? I mean, or is it just I mean it, it it's it's mine you know it's it's just crazy. I can't comprehend it really. It's just. You're going to give us games that are, you know, so old that, you know, like, what, 2007? Isn't that when Halo 3 came out? Yeah, oh, oh yeah. So that's like but, six years old? 
but 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 this is basically their plan. Like like their plan. Like because if you notice, um, and what they've done is is that um, anybody with a forty eight hour trial or like those day passes or whatever for Xbox Live Gold, um, you cannot download the games for free. So I mean, because let's face it, if it has free on it, I don't know about anybody else, but I know me. I don't care if it's unpopular. Uh, you know, the most terrible game on Xbox Live. If it's free, I'm gonna at least just go and download it, so that way it'll have my purchase. You know, on there. Yeah. I mean, I, I probably won't ever play it, but I downloaded the Yaris game back. You know, right? Because <laughs> that was free. <laughs> right. It was horrible. You know, I played it once and then immediately deleted it, but it was free, so I right. totally understand. But exactly, and and that and that's pretty much what it is. It's just holding on to those gold subscribers that may want to not re up, and it just gives them a way to. Um, have people like okay, say say for instance you're a ghost subscriber, right? And there's no way you're gonna do month to month, you know, paying ten bucks a month because in three months you will have already paid for what you can find a deal for over over the internet. I mean, you can you can find a a, a twelve month card for thirty five to thirty bucks on uh, the internet. So there's no way you're gonna do month to month. So you're probably gonna get a three month card for about fifteen bucks and just kind of you know ride this wave of free games. Or if you can find a still a, a you know just a steal of a deal on Xbox Live card, you're gonna pay thirty bucks for the Xbox Live for twelve months, and so now they have you locked in for twelve months. And so when these new consoles come out, you're gonna be looking like, man, I I I can't just waste my twelve month card. So let me really take a good look at the Xbox One. Let me take a look at what they have coming out on the on the Xbox 360, so I can get the most out of this twelve months that I've already paid for. Because most people like myself, they're going to go after what's free and they're also not going to want to waste that, you know, those 12 months of gold that they bought. Exactly. I, I totally agree. It's just, yeah, I, I don't know. It, it's just a little frustrating to see them, you know, trying to do, you know, the a weak effort of what PlayStation is doing. It's like either don't do it or, you know, either do it right or just don't do it at all. I, I really look at it, but I mean, I don't know. I just feel kind of insulted that they're like, oh, we're going to give you Assassin's Creed 2 and Halo 3. It's like, yeah, but I have, you know, it's like I've played that six years ago, you know, and everyone's going to be focusing on, you know, everyone's going to be wanting to play. I mean, does the servers for Halo 3 even work now? Oh, yeah. Still they, going on? <laughs> oh, yeah. <laughs> I mean, yeah, you know, they are, man. I mean, it's Halo. It's, I mean, I mean, I mean, the, I mean, the servers for uh, for Halo Wars still work. So, yeah. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. I, I don't know. It, it just seems like they could do a bit more. I mean, there's like, I mean, how many games have there been between Halo 3 and now? I mean, they have, you know, ODST, Halo Reach, you know, the first Halo 4, Halo um, Anniversary. I mean, there's so many other games between, you know, Halo 3 and now. But I, I don't know. It, it's it's just weird. But um, yeah, it's just and you know I'm I'm an Xbox fanboy pretty much. You know I I'm pretty much all for the Xbox and I just don't want to see. I, I just hate having you know all the the Xbox haters or PS you know Sony fanboys have this ammunition of oh well we're getting you know we're getting, <laughs> be a, we're getting Battlefield three for free. Have fun with your defense grid. You know? Yeah. I mean, I mean, I mean, but everybody who's on Xbox Live is, is, I mean, 
as far as my friends is, I mean, Battlefield 3 is awesome, and it's an awesome game. And I'm glad PS Plus members get to get a chance to play it, but I've been had that game for nearly two years now, and I've and everybody on my friends list, on my Xbox Live friends list, has had that game for nearly that, that amount of time. I'm ready for Battlefield 4 because I've had that game for so long. Um, so I mean, but it, but but when you when you compare apples to apples on on what you're getting, um, it's it's kind of better on PSN Plus, only with one caveat is that is that um, after after you've gotten these free games, um, you know, albeit old or you know whatever, after you've gotten these free games, if if you buy a PlayStation Four and you keep your Xbox 360, those games are still yours, whether you bump down to silver or not. Like like if if you buy a three month card. And your Xbox Live Gold member for three months, and you get these free games. So that's two, four, that's six games that you're getting. And if you're a Gold member before, that's actually seven because you got Fable Three for free. So, but guess what? When you don't re up and you go silver again, those Xbox arcade games are still on your hard drive. Those Xbox games on demand are still on your hard drive, and you get to keep them. Whereas with PS Plus, if if you don't re up, you don't keep all that stuff. Your whole library of games is gone because you're technically renting. And I, I I think that that's the choice you have to make as a person. Like, you know, do you want to get, you know, you know, you know, kind of subpar games, older games for free and then in, in the hopes and have the faith that it'll get better? Or do you want to rent games? And then when you don't re-up, they take everything away from you. Yeah. I mean, I, I just if you look at it at Sony's point, though, Battlefield 3 is great right now because all the people who haven't played Battlefield 3, giving them that taste and letting them see you know how it is and maybe getting them hooked on it so that when battlefield 4 comes out you know i I think microsoft needs to do something like that with i just thought about this um give give us dead rising 2 since dead rising 3 is going to be you know exclusive for you know that makes that makes that makes perfect sense or or even with the darker tone that dead rising is going for if you want us to give us an old game Give us Dead Rising One exactly. because that was an exclusive. You know, give us Dead Rising One because you know, even though the even though the Frank West Dead Rising was kind of um, silly in places, but it was still it was a little Japanese. bit more serious. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> but it was but it was still you know way ser- more more serious than Dead Rising Two. Dead Rising Two was just you know balls to the wall, just crazy, just ridiculousness. Um, so yeah, I mean that 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 makes that makes perfect sense. The same way you know with these sales. I mean these sales are awesome. Um, you know, I I bought Borderlands two for ten bucks. I did too. I bought um yeah, I bought Borderlands two for ten bucks. <laughs> yeah, um, I got that for ten bucks, and I also got um Assassin's Creed three for fifteen. I got um Max Payne three for ten bucks. So um and then Crisis uh was five dollars. Yeah. You know the original Crisis. Bullet Storm um, was five bucks. I grabbed that. Yeah, right, yeah, right. It's fun. Um, so that makes sense. You know, like because if these new games are coming out, like what do they have? They have what? What 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 are what are the Microsoft Microsoft exclusives? They have you know Forza Five, so just throw Forza Horizon or throw Forza Four up on one of the free games to get people excited about Forza, so that way they're get excited by the next one because you can only have that experience on Xbox. Give them you know give us Dead Rising One or Two to get us excited for Dead Rising Three, which is an exclusive for the Xbox. Exactly because you know like Halo, there's not going to be Halo game anytime near launch, and the you know, Assassin's Creed is not exclusive. So right, exactly. I'm just I'm confused by that. You know, you know they, they could they could go with a very you know cheap game like you know or old game like you you know like Dead Rising One, and that would make so much more sense. I I don't know. I think they, 
I I don't know. I think they need to post a you know yeah. job listing for the you know head of Xbox. You know, because some of us could probably do a much better job. You know, running yeah. running Xbox. <laughs> yeah, I, I I I still think that they're that they're doing this because of the fact that Microsoft knows that they can right now. You know, um, we'll see in the next generation when these two consoles release. You know, the Xbox One and the PlayStation Four. But but Microsoft technically, you know, in quotes, they can technically still do this because the Xbox 360 and the PS3, um, as far as the online service. Um, as far as the serviceability and you know the online gameplay and party system and everything else, um, it it really is kind of night and day. It's it's still a separation because PlayStation Three cannot do certain things that Xbox Live can, and I think that they know that. So you know they understand that they still have to have a better service as it stands right now. The 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 determining factor will be um, where is Xbox Live going in the future as far as the Xbox One and how far. Has Sony improved their online service with the PlayStation 4? And I think that's when Microsoft has a problem, and they and they have to start bending a little bit more with some of the free stuff, or maybe not, because you know there's rumor now with the, you know because Drive Club on the PlayStation 4 is going to be free, but now they're saying that it's it's going to be a free mode that you're going to be able to play, and the games they're coming out for free are like rinky dink you know basic titles because. None of the libraries on both these consoles are backwards compatible. So what are they going to do for the new console customers? And so that's another caveat, too. Like, is it really going to be that big a big of a difference when it comes to these new consoles? You know, I mean, because you, you can give me free free games all day long. But if you give me stuff that's on PlayStation that I have no clue about and it's not good at all. Like if you give me Dive Kick for free, some people may have a blast with that game. But that game seems utterly ridiculous to me and it just seems like whatever, you know. Oh, I want to play that so badly. It looks so. It sounds so cool. <laughs> you are one of those guys. I, it just doesn't. <laughs> it doesn't like like pressing one button and and one hit kills just does I mean, not sound. It just sound sounds so crazy. I just want to try it. I, I want to at least try it. You know, I may not yeah. fall in love with it, but just I just want to at least try it. It's not out yet, is it? Yeah. No. No. It's a. Uh, well, I think you can play some sort of a beta version on PC or something like that. Maybe I'm not sure. But um, but okay. it's supposed to be uh, one of the indie games for um, I think it's coming out for uh, for for mobile devices and and uh, PlayStation Four and PC. So okay, I was just about to say that didn't come out already, did it? I didn't miss that uh, no. <laughs> as well as everything else. Um, but yeah, I don't know. And you were talking we're talking about the Xbox, you know, sales that are going on, and I'm kind of I'm kind of happy about it, you know, because I'm picking up some good stuff. But at, at the same time, I'm just like. Great, I'm getting all these games that, you know, in a few months when the new Xbox One comes out, I won't be able to play on it. Yeah. I'll have to, you know, either neglect my new new $500 system that I just bought so I could play these older games that, you know, I have, or it's just... Uh... Yeah, and, and it just, and see, and see, people will make the argument all day long about backwards compatibility is not important, and it, it doesn't matter, and everything else, but... I just feel like the Xbox One and the PS2 uh, generation was a totally different generation than what we have now. We've had we have way more digital content than we've ever had. We have DLC now. We have season passes that we've bought and purchased. We have 
we have online retro games like, you know, Dust and Elysian Tale, Super Meat Boy. We got collection packs like Golden Axe and Streets of Rage packs and Final Fight and everything. Those games don't require any magical um, amount of power to run those games. Those games are digital downloads that should be able to run on these new consoles, and they're not going to be able to. And that just seems so weird to me. Um, you know, if, if, you, if you tell me, hey, you know, you know, the architecture of the PS3 was so complicated that we can't run Genji Days of Blades on your PS3 disc, I understand that. But when you tell me that Castle Crashers or Minecraft, I have to buy those games over again or they won't run because it's a new console. That just seems very odd and awkward to me because these these are all downloadable titles. Unfortunately, Microsoft could have easily, because there's a chip, they they came up with this chip that can, you know, they can put on the, uh, they they could that they could have put on the Xbox One, so it would be able to play all the Xbox games because they, you know, developed a chip, you know, just a chip that can do all the processing for that the Xbox 360 does, but it would I guess it would cost more. I don't know how much actually it would cost more, and since they have the Connect, you know, the new Connect in the box, and that's making it even yeah. more expensive. It's just like... But I mean, I mean, Microsoft had to know how huge that is. Or maybe they didn't know. Because think about that. One console is able to be backwards compatible. So even if they said, hey, we can't play DVD disc on your new Xbox One, but if you have games on demand, and like, this just seems so weird to me because this would have been another bullet point to put in their ammunition to try to sell the digital future. They could have said, well, your discs won't play because they're DVDs and we don't want to spend the extra money and R&D time that we need to create you know, a, a separate disc player like Sony did. But if you buy any of our games on demands or, or your old school games like Super Meat Boy and you know, uh, you know, you know, Shadow Complex, those will run on, on the Xbox One. But um, it because requires digital- the same process. It requires the same processing power, whether it's disc or digital, because it's the, still the same format. It's the same code that it's got to read and process. So it doesn't matter if the you know it's disc or digital. Yeah, that just that just seems so odd to me because they have because to have you the same download- type of you know chip yeah, or processor to run it. That's like- unfortunate, but you know, eh, I don't know. At least you know they have the HDMI. They have the HDMI in. They have the HDMI in. Why not allow you know people who don't want to you know hook up a cable box? You know people like you or soon I'm going to be cutting cable uh, who doesn't have a cable box. Let us plug in our 360s so we don't have to yeah. you know switch you know switch out constantly and do yeah. all that hassle. Because I'd I'd love that. I'd be fine with that. Because right. I plan on keeping my 360. If I could just plug in the HDMI you know for my 360 into the Xbox One and I could you know. Do it yeah. that way. It would be perfect. Hey, hey, well, hey, well, speaking of, and uh, we can kind of, I guess, kind of tangent off of this uh, this little thing. Um, you actually will be able to do that now if you have um, uh, Time Warner. And there's speculation. There's speculation right now that Microsoft is talking to Comcast, HBO Go, and also um, uh, Verizon. And uh, Time Warner has already done it, where you can download a Time Warner well, this summer. This summer, you you uh, will actually be able to download a Time Warner app on your Xbox 360, and you'll be able to stream uh, uh, over 300 channels directly to your Xbox 360 without the use of a cable box at all. Like, that's huge. Like, that's what we wanted 
for so long is just give me an app, you know, charge me, you know, I don't know, 40, 50, 60 bucks a month. And let me just watch channels that I care about. AMC is included on that package. Um, Cartoon Network is included. And uh, there's like a myriad of other different channels that are actually included in that 300, you know, channel lineup. And it's going to be live TV and video on demand stuff through that Time Warner cable app. It's going to be huge. And if the other cable companies follow suit, you know, before long, we'll have just Internet apps on our Xbox and we just go to them just like we go to Netflix, you know. But in this awesome. case, it'll actually be live TV. Yeah, you'll be able to log on to AM, AMC from your Time Warner cable app and watch The Walking Dead, you know, directly on your television, live TV, just like everybody else. You don't have to wait on Hulu for next day. Uh, you don't have to wait on Netflix to get it, you know, a whole six months from now. And you don't have to wait on, I don't know, um, HBO Go to upload the show, um, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, you know, a day later or whatever. Yeah. So I didn't know that. That's really cool. I hope that happens because. I yeah, yeah. Totally do that. Yeah. Probably. That's the that's the first app plan other than the ESPN and the um uh well actually other than the ESPN and the uh what's the other one? ESPN and the HBO Go. They require you to have some form of cable subscription to, you know, to your uh 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 you know, provider, which in turn you have to have the box. What well, Time Warner Cable app is saying, hey, we're just gonna sell you the app. You can have it on your iPhone, you know, your, you know, your tablet, your Android device, or you can have it on, on uh, your Xbox 360 and you can just stream television without the use of our cable box. So that, 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 that actually eliminates that $10 to $5 fee they charge per box also. So you just have your 360. As long as you have a 360, you can stream content live. I just hope they offer it like anywhere. Not, it has to be, you have to be in a time, you know, Warner area because I'm nowhere near. Time Warner area or anything like that, you know, I've got, you know, local cable company or, you know, I guess yeah. I can get yeah. satellite companies if I want, but yeah. So I'm kind of stuck I think there. That'd be huge, man, because that's what I've that's, that's, that's what I, what I've been talking about since the inception of Microsoft doing all these talks, because you remember they were talking to AT&T U-verse and the Xbox 360 was supposed to be a DVR box for the you know the U-verse television, which I think they're probably still in talks with them also. And if they can get these guys on board to where they just have apps where people can stream content from apps and and just pay them directly and give Microsoft a cut of the profits or whatever you want to call it, the you know because they're providing the pipeline, like that's that's going to set up almost a whole new era of television because it's still not the digital future that we want as far as the a la carte system, but it'll be that little step closer to getting that because then you'll have, you know, providers competing, you know, you'll have HBO go competing with Netflix because they have exclusive content. Then when Xbox one comes out with, you know, the halo television show directed by Steven Spielberg, they'll be competing with, uh, I don't know, you know, the walking dead on AMC through your time Warner app and everything. And that's, and that's good for us because as customers, we don't have to pay five different people or go ask for grandmother's coach or HBO code or whatever, or we don't have to, you know, do all this crap to watch TV. Like, It'll just be easy. It'll just be on one box, and it, I, I sound like an Xbox employee now. Uh, it'll, <laughs> it'll 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 just be on one box, you know. I mean, I'll I'll just be able to just get apps just like I do on my phone. Like on my phone, I have you know Netflix, I have Crackle, I have uh, Fanhattan, which has Hulu, and I'm a, like Fanhattan pretty much takes all my video apps, NBC, CBS, everything, and I can just go to Fanhattan and it, and it consolidates everything. And I can just watch whatever I want to watch. And if I want to pay for something or, or it's not available um, with the accounts that I have, I just pay for it right there and it starts playing. 
And I think that the Xbox One is the only console that's able to do that. And, you know, contrary to popular belief that, you know, we, we, may, we have this idea that, oh, I'm, oh nobody watches TV. Well, 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 why in the world do we have so many, uh, you know, uh, Game of Thrones podcasts and Walking Dead podcasts and Mad Men spoiler shows? And I mean, just all this like. Uh, you know, Graham Arrow. Like, or how about I mean, all the people who complained about, oh, Microsoft spent so much time talking about TV, TV. It's a game console. We want games. And then you look online on Xbox and all those people are on the Netflix app. I know. Yeah. They're on Netflix. They're on Hulu. I mean, they're, you know, watching the television show, watching the movie. Like, dude, you watch TV in, in some form of capacity. More than 90% of my friends over Xbox Live, and I probably would add 5% to that number on my PSN account, on, on my personal PSN account. I'm guilty watch of that. I'll admit it. Television. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I mean, we watch TV. Like, we, we may watch it in a different fashion. I mean, we, we may not watch The Price is Right, but we watch television. Like, you know, I mean, we watch these shows, you know, Mad Men, Breaking Bad, and stuff like that. I mean, we do podcasts about them. I mean, I mean, come on. I mean, we, 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 we do watch television. Um, it's just in how we watch it, uh, which is the difference, or what we watch is the difference. But that doesn't make you know any any difference in terms of you know that we do watch television. So exactly. Um, let's see. <sighs> Xbox One. The, I, this is really some this small thing, but I I love it. We'll be able to you know the connect. We'll be able to scan like redemption codes and stuff, so you don't have to type them in and all that. I love. Yeah. That. That's so simple. That's so simple, and yet it's gonna be so. You know, it, it's it's like where's where the hell is that chat pad at? I have. Uh, where is it? Ah, uh, damn it. You know, or trying to look for <laughs> for it, or or if not, trying to move the analog stick to the you know, on the virtual keyboard on the screen and all that, and then it's like you enter, and it's like oh crap, I you know I messed up one letter, and then you have to go. Then ugh, it's it's it. You know, it just scan it. You know, five seconds versus like five minutes. Exactly. You know, yep. Multiple times. Point it, point it at the connect, and just scan it. But you, but you know what? I can't wait for the day because uh, I downloaded this app on my iPhone, and uh, uh, you use the voice recognition software Dragon uh, Dragon Naturally Speaking. Oh, and yeah. Um, yeah, you just you just do dissertations or you do lectures or whatever. And I use it all the all the time, and I can just speak directly into it. You know, as long as I speak, you know. You know clearly, and it, you know it can hear me at a certain, you know, at a certain point. Um, it just it it dictates everything I say perfectly, and I can send it through text, I can send it through email, and so like, what about if the new Connect has the, has, has the voice capability for you to just you know grab your GameStop receipt or your Walmart receipt, and you just say you know Q V X T J whatever, and it's coming right there up on the screen, just dictating exactly what you say. So. That would be cool, I but great, I man. prefer just you know waving a QR code in front of the Connect camera and bam, <laughs> right, it's done. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. But I mean that, and that also you know if it's able to read stuff like that, that also leaves it open for you know I I don't know how exactly it will be, but you know augmented reality type stuff, you know. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. You know arcade games where they use the Connect, you know, with your environment, all all kinds of. Different stuff. I, I don't know. It, it, it I kind of am well, they, okay well, they, with. They kind of do that now with a uh, with a connect party and, and a happy action theater. Like when, when my son plays it, it actually maps out our living room. And there's a uh, there's there's two games. There's there's one mini game where you have to plant seeds and plants grow. 
And there's another mini game where you have to feed pigeons. And, um, uh, you know, it, it maps out my room. So it sees my couch and my table and my small little ottoman in the middle and everything. And so, you know, the birds will come and land on you, but they'll also be landing on your furniture in the background and, you know, you know, flying from, from, you know, your end table to just whatever you have it, you have, you have in your living room. And it's a uh, really, really cool how they kind of map, you know, your, your general area. And that's on this connect, you know? Yeah. So there's no telling what they can do with the other one. Yeah, definitely. Um, I, 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 it just, I'm glad that I, you know, it would be nice if Microsoft dropped the price to match the PS4, but honestly, I'm okay with the price because, you know, it does include a connect with every console. And that does mean since the connect will be included, that means developers can take the chance to, you know, invest more time into using the Connect because they don't have to worry about all these people who don't have Connects or do have Connects, you know. And we're going to actually get decent – we're going to actually get good stuff from, you know, Connect stuff, I'm sure. We'll, we'll, uh, we'll, I mean, a lot. I certainly hope so. I mean, they, they – they, um, I, I, I really hope – and I'm saying this because – because they may retract. I mean, they retract on so many other things. But I really hope that they, they they honestly do stick to their guns because I think that's the reason why, you know, e- even though Microsoft sold, what, 24 million connects um, and probably sold more by 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 now because that was almost – that was numbers from, like, you know, six months ago. But they've sold 24 million connects, but we never see anything that just totally took advantage of everything because developers knew that the 24 million connects were out there but they still couldn't account for if they made a game strictly for connect they couldn't account for putting their game on the market and then knowing that okay there are 76 million xboxes out there and you know there's a high probability that almost half those consoles will have will have connect they just couldn't connect you know they just couldn't you know account for it yeah, now that the box exactly. is requiring connect developers don't have to think about well we have to make our game uh you know controller based and uh motion based or oops we got to throw in connect and, and this little you know, this, this this little side note because it is available now they can totally just have that a part of the whole development process because they are making this game you know for the Xbox one and they understand that it's always connected to that camera or to that device and it, and it's going to be used with it and if you don't use it then hey that's not that's not that's not going to be the game for you but me personally you know i have you know you know my family my two sons and my wife she plays zumba um she plays you know your shape fitness evolve 2012 you know um i play child of eden which is a very great game by the way and that game got a lot of bad press but that's but that's one of the few games that's very good and you know and you don't have to play it with it with the uh connect but but the, but the connect is the best experience though but um yeah but i just hope to see more games like child of eden that take advantage of you know the full motion control even connect sports was good to me i mean we play it every single day we play the three-point contest and the and the tennis and everything else. I just I just have fun with it, man. I mean, it's fun not having to do like my Wii where I got to search for batteries and try to find the motion packs and my kid has chewed one and then the other one's inside of the washing machine. You know, it's just exactly. It, yeah, there's no controller required. I just get in and mass my body and I just start playing. So Exactly. Yeah. Like I mean, and I even bought the for my Connect, I got the little thing that sits on top of the TV, the little whatever um uh, what is it's it? About the Nyko Zoom thing? No, no, no. It's um, not not the not the lens. It's it, it it's a base that you put the connect on, and it like put it it 
it uh like puts it on the TV, like it holds oh, it on the, the TV. Oh, oh the stand. The stand, okay, yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's like you know, it's always there. I don't have to worry about you know it. I moved it or whatever. You know, I'll if I don't want it plugged in, I'll just unplug it. But all I gotta do is just plug it back in if I want to use it. And you know, yeah. I've played some cool games with the Connect that I've enjoyed. Uh, surprisingly, Fruit Ninja is a really fun game with Connect. It's fun, right? It's like really it's fun. Like, it's really fun. Like people just, I don't know. Like people just, like, but but you know the thing that that I I think about. I think people just don't give it a shot. They just listen to you know the constant internet banter and the hatred and everything. And if you have one, I know people that have been given one, and they had you know they have they have that bundle of games where they were given out like Connect Adventures, Fruit Ninja, and I think it was I think it was Child of Eden that they were given given away with the Connect. And people just don't play them because they have this apprehension or they have this, I don't know, they just don't want to get up and do something or whatever. But let me just tell you, like, it is the funnest thing when you have, you know, you know, a group of buddies and and you guys are just having fun, you know, just chilling out, eating some snacks or drinking or whatever. And you're just in there just playing this thing. And it's just so silly. But it's honestly really precise. Like if, if you calibrate your connect, you know, the right way and you play it and. And I mean, you'll I mean, you'll basically see that it's just like a mobile game. I mean, you you just play it and you have fun, and it's there for that. So exactly. I mean, and you, of course you can't play using the Connect for hours like you would a controller because you know I pass out. I would I would pass <laughs> out if I tried playing Fruit Ninja for like you know an right. hour, or two hours, right. or something like that. <laughs> but you know that stuff's fun. I really you know I'm really behind it. Plus you know the the voice controls for you know controlling like netflix or youtube or stuff like that i mean that comes in handy you know i it really awesome what actually what i'm hoping what 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 i just thought about would be really cool is if they can do a software update with the new connect um where it can do like with the i don't know if you if you know about the samsung galaxy s4 what it can do when you're watching a video if you turn if you turn if you turn away it it knows your your eyes aren't watching the screen, so it pauses the video. Oh yeah. So if they, you get um, up, like if you get up, you don't even have to say like you know Xbox pause, connect or whatever pause. You know if you you can just get up and walk out of the camera view, and it'll just pause. If if it can do stuff like that, then it's just like you know it's making yeah, our yeah, house connect- so much smarter. It's making everything so much smarter. I think. Right. If 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 uh, you go to uh to uh Wired. Uh, you, you can you can go to Wired.com or either Wired on uh, YouTube. They have an actual YouTube video where they go through the motions of, of connecting everything. And they were showing this demo of w- exactly what you were talking about, because the Galaxy S4 does that where you or, you know, where you, where you can you can you can set it up to where you're playing a video. And then when you look away or when you stop looking at it, it actually facial, you know, it it, it, it actually reads your face and, and, and it actually knows when you're not looking at at the device. And it pauses it or it turns it off or whatever. And they were showing the same thing with the new Connect. With the new Connect, it actually knows, you know, when you're smiling, when you're sad, um, when you're looking away, when you get up and you move, it actually does those things. And um, another cool feature is is that is that say for instance you and me are on the couch and we swap controllers. Like it knows that we just swap controllers, and so it swaps our profile from first player to second player. So that way 
you don't have this musical chairs of controllers, you know, going around. You know, that I mean, is really you know, cool. <laughs> right, exactly. I mean, we've we've all been through it before. It's like, no, can you please sign out? No, okay, you sign in. Don't press A. Okay, you sign out. You don't, you know, like it's just it's it's horrible. Like if 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 you ever play couch co-op, it is, it is the most tedious thing to like do with children or people who are like playing trying trying to play four player split screen. Like everybody's trying to sign in and press A and sign out and you know, okay, you got first player swap controllers. But um, the new Connect actually maps everyone in the room, and it actually knows when your controller is going with you and when you swap controllers, uh, which is very, very cool. So I think that that feature will be there. Exactly, and I, I can't tell you how many times I'm watching a movie or whatever, and it, it could be really good, but I'll just be tired and I'll fall asleep. You know, if it can yeah. know like I'm not watching anymore, I fell asleep, and it can just pause the movie. You know, and I can wake up and be like, oh, you know, I, I don't have to try to search for this you know particular movie i mean a lot of people are probably like oh well you know it's 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 supposed to be a gaming console it's not supposed to you know blah 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 well i mean all these little features can make you know can do a lot and to improve you know everyday life as far as like entertainment goes all yeah, around and yeah that's i mean it's it's just all about entertainment content and convenience i mean for me personally that's what it's about to me and I just don't see Microsoft as this evil corporation that's trying to make you watch TV. If you don't want to watch it, then don't watch it. You know, if if you don't want the console, then don't buy the console because they like they haven't shown to be like Nintendo did. Like Nintendo totally forgot about the hardcore gamer and they forgot about the core gamer by not making content available to the core gamer. Microsoft is steady even at E3 like like I know that the DRM stuff like totally overshadowed what Microsoft showed, but like oh, there's Microsoft, enough games that I'm I'm, I'm yeah they're day still on. putting out games like they're still giving the core gamer and the hardcore gamer what they want out of video games. Um, there you know there like all the ammunition that Sony had in the past about you know about the games are here and everything else or whatever. To me personally, for my buying purchase, Final Fantasy 15. Um, Kingdom Hearts 3, um, Destiny, those are third-party titles. I'm going to have those experiences. Uh, Metal Gear Solid 5, those experiences will be on the Xbox One and will be in the future exactly. because we've been saying it for so long, but that third-party landscape is gone. And now I, I do think that $500 is a heck of a price to kind of swallow. And it is a bit much for me, but at the exact same time, I know what is best you know, for my family and my household. In in my household, I, I have a wife that you know, uses Connect, you know, profusively. I have sons that use it profusively. Um, you know, I like certain games on it that are actually fun. I like playing with my children on it, and I like using the voice functionality. So I know for me that PlayStation I doesn't even compare to what the Connect 2.0 can do. You know, so exactly, and you gotta buy that and, separately. Right, exactly. So in so in terms of what I want to buy for me and my household and my family, and and we talk about the games, my choice is the Xbox One because they have what I want, and um, you know they're gonna fit my you know fit fit all of my needs. But uh, man, we're we're really gushing over the Xbox One. Like like there's a there's a there's a guy listening to this right now. He's just shaking his head on like the freeway, just Vic Joe, just with a, with an angry yeah. <laughs> He's just—he's just disgusted right now. Like, like I just see the facial expression right now. Like, I mean, he's just I, disgusted. a lot of people are upset about the DRM stuff. I'm upset that they changed the policy because, you know, 
I I'm okay with the internet, you know, always be having to or having to check because you know pretty much my Xbox always is on or connected to the internet, anyways. You know, yeah. and the whole being able to share games with other people, you know, up to what nine people or something like that. I mean, that that whole stuff that that Microsoft should have made more clear to the mass majority of people. You know, that's their problem was they didn't explain themselves. You know. Yeah, I mean, properly. You know, it's, it's yeah, it's ultimately Microsoft's fault because um, you know you can sell anything to anybody if you say it right and. If you tell the customer about the advantages, then I think it really would have been okay if they would have just talked to everybody and told everything, not just sticking out a press release and then leaving it up to interpretation. Because from from my point of view, I read a lot. So, you know, I, I have no problem reading, you know, material. But I've also been from the secondary point of view because I've, I mean, I've worked retail for eight years and I now work in the mortgage industry where I have to read documents on a day-to-day basis, and I worked in this industry for nearly six years. So I totally understand how information can be lost in translation, and the simplest of things that are that are said can be misconstrued. You wouldn't even imagine how. And so, like, 